right, I'm here with Nick. Yo. Hey. He actually is here with me. All right. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, what what are we talking about today, Nick? In podcast land. In podcast land. Today. It's good to be – well, let's start with it's good to be back in podcast land with you, Joe. I mm. missed it because we didn't mm. do it last week. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. yeah. Like it was a sad – it was a sad thing. And I thought it was my fault when I realized it today. And uh, and it wasn't. So I was happy to find out that a whole a whole week went and you didn't even realize it. Yeah. Man. See, my yeah, my uh, my brain. It's uh, it's something. <laughs> it is something. But anyways, let's not talk about. Let's talk about cool th- cool stuff like. Okay. Uh, like what you been up to, man? Oh, not much. Just working and um, nice. all that. Yeah, my daughter, she won a a national championship in cheer, so that's great news. That's awesome. National? Yeah, yeah. She won. Huge her team deal. won. Like, yeah. Where's the sound effects for that right here? You know, like where you plug all that in. I don't know how to add any of that. I don't know. But it, yeah, if you follow uh, – if you, I don't know if you follow me on Facebook if you'll see it, but um, my wife usually tags me in it. She has some some moments of their trip because it was just her and uh, it was my wife, my daughter, and uh, my wife's uh, mom, Susan. They went to uh, they went to Florida, and she yeah she her team won. That is so cool. Well, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. That's good news. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So you? Oh, nothing. Just working. Mm. Lots, lots and lots and lots and lots of work. Lots of work. Lots of work. But that's good, right? I mean, I guess I'd, I, I'd rather have too much than, uh, than like not enough, I guess. Yep. You've definitely been listening to Jordan Peterson, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good old uh, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Well, well, you know, I guess if we're going to get into a topic, let's get into that. What? It seemed like it was pretty fresh on your mind. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I think it's a it's a topic that um, should be visited and revisited often. For all of us, really, mm-hmm. and it's just—I think, for lack of a better way of putting it, just the, the topic is really the importance of doing the small things when it comes to just taking care of yourself. And honestly, and Joe, right? So now I'm making the connection. Like that totally comes from. And I haven't—I just started. I think in the, on that chapter. So I just—I just picked up that book. I grabbed uh, uh, 12 Rules for Life" by Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I'm not like, a, you know, I'm not like obsessed with Jordan Peterson or anything, but I am. Uh, some might say that I might be somewhat obsessive with reading sometimes. Right. Mm, and, so, okay. and so, you know, Jordan Peterson, I'm reading his book. Right. So but but I, I read a lot anyways. Right. So and you already you know that about me. But mm-hmm. so I didn't go, you know, I'm not like a full blown. I'm not saying like everything 
you know, Jordan Peterson, that's all we're going to talk about. But I do think that some of what I want to talk about stems from what I'm reading in his book because the there's, you know, 12 chapters, right? And uh, the first chapter, I think, is stand up and put your shoulders back, stand up tall or stand up straight and put your shoulders back. But the second one is, I think this is the second chapter, is uh, treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you familiar? Have you read the book already? Uh, I, I listened to the audio version, yeah. Okay, so you're familiar with everything I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. that, I think, is why I want to talk about that because it's – and I we just I just started the, the, the second chapter. So, um, But I think that's part of why I want to talk about it. And then, you know, there's – good chance that there's someone out there um if someone ever does listen to this there's someone out there that might benefit from this you know mm-hmm. who knows mm-hmm. man that's what's cool about recording your recording you know you podcast whatever it doesn't matter you know music all that stuff what's cool about it is you don't know the impact it could have on somebody 10 15 20 years later mm-hmm. you know but anyways yeah. i don't know if our if this if this you and me our conversations will still be relevant in even 24 hours but it's good to mm-hmm. consider that it's possible, right? Yeah. So I think that's why I want to talk about it. But just doing the little things required to take care of yourself. And I think there needs to be more talk about um, how simple it is to do the little things. Because I think for myself, I, I and this is probably true for a lot of people, the re- a lot of the reason why, behind we – our choice for not doing those things that we should be doing right Mm -hmm. is because we're intimidated by this like overwhelming amount of unknown and all we can think is how difficult it's going to be and how hard it's going to be i mean you you know you are a a walking success story in my in in many ways but in particular talking about what i'm talking about uh you know i i remember and I don't know if you're comfortable with me bringing that up and talking about it. I sure as hell am. Mm. Uh, Go for it. When, you know, when back in the day when we were young, we're not kids mm. anymore. <laughs> kidding. Uh, but you know what I mean? Back in the day, man, um, you really like, you know, inspired me too. Like just with how you were like, all right, I'm just going to start freaking taking care of myself, you know? Mm. And uh, at first I was like, well, that sucks. Like who's going to go to Baker's with me every day, twice a day, you know? I'm just kidding. I totally was not that way, but uh, I remember you inspired me and I tried, you know, and tried and I was like, I wasn't as consistent as you were and as, as, uh, just, I lacked self-control and you just, you, you just were like delivering on the goods and you were taking care of it, but I got to see what it did and I got to see like the benefits that it had and I'm like, man, that's really cool. Like, I think a lot of people need to talk more about the... <clears throat> the simplicity in doing the small things. And it's, it's sad to say, but when some people put on display, like all the hard work that they're doing and you, you know, you know what I'm talking about, like you can go on YouTube and you see these guys doing these workouts, you're like, Holy mm. crap, like, and then you try to do your very first workout, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm a huge, I'm a huge weenie. Like I can't do this. Like I'm nowhere close to that. You know, the guy that's in the video doing this workout. Um, I think, it could be overwhelming for a lot of people. I mean, how many people do you talk to that you're like, hey, like, you should go to the, are you going to go to the gym? Like, most people don't even want to go to the gym by themselves, let alone with somebody, you know, with someone else even. Yeah. It's intimidating, bro. 
it's super intimidating and it's sad. It's sad that, that it is that way because I think more people would take the necessary steps to get, you know, the joy that they seek in life if they, if they didn't have that, you know, this big daunting impossible wall to climb because they don't, but so many are convinced. And I can say that because I've been there. I still get, I still find myself there at times too. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you ever, are you like, I'm good. Like I'm good now, bro. Like I don't have to work at it anymore. It's just easy breezy. No, I definitely, it's something that I have to work on constantly. Yeah. It's, it's not, um, I, I, I don't know. As far as like, it's hard to tell what will motivate somebody to do something. It's not that. Exactly, you're exactly right. It's it's not that simple. What works for one person doesn't always work for the next person. Exactly so, right. the rule in in its uh, in its principle and application is like good. I I agree with it. You should treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. Um, it makes complete sense. I don't disagree with that at all. I just, I, I guess it's hard to find out what will, will motivate somebody because it's, it's something that um, they don't even know, you know? Uh, yeah, you're trying to find the realization that they can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That's, I think that's what it is. That's what you're doing. I think that's what people that, uh, I guess, like if you were in like, if you were like a therapist, I guess, or psych- psychiatrist or something where you're like trying to help people internally, like mentally figure things out, sort things out. I think that's one of the things you're searching for with them is how to show you how, you know, how can, how, how can I help you connect the dots so you can realize that you can do it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people walk around feeling like they can't. It's not, they don't feel like it's a choice. They feel like, like they can't. And that's when you start to talk, you know, you start to hear words like depression and, uh, you know, um, suicide, right? Mm. Like, like I think it's important to understand that there, you you have to know where that's going. You're either, you're either moving up or you're moving down in life. I think we talked about that last time. You know, you're either nose up or nose down. Uh, there is no just, you know, smooth and, and, and straight across the horizon. You're going up or you're going down. But I, I don't know. I have, for myself, I've experienced when I have gone so far down that I do feel like, okay, I can't, I can't get out of this. Like, there's nothing I can do. And even even though I know, like I've been on the other side of it, where I'm like, I just need to like, I need to get up and go go for a walk, or I need to go for a run, or I need to hit some weights, you know. Mm-hmm. Like th- those are little things that have, I mean, huge and uh, huge benefits, right? Like for like mentally, help yourself get out of your feelings sometimes, help yourself get out of your emotions sometimes. Mm. Um, but you know what it's like what to be on the to be so down that you're like I can't even like I can't do that I can't I can't pull myself up to go get that done. Hmm. You know what that's like? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. 
pretty crappy place to be. And it's sad when you, if, if someone you love or someone you care about or a friend or someone you see is like in that place, like, what do you, I don't know, like, what do you do? Like, how do you, you know, I always, yeah. just, try to, I always just try to be there, you know, for him and just try to help, you know, just like support him in anything. Like, hey, I love you and I care about you and I'm here for you. But mm-hmm. oftentimes, if you're in that state, I mean, you're not necessarily receptive to someone that cares about you telling you, hey, like, let's, let's go for a walk together, you know, or hey, let's. let's uh, well, that, you know, if that's a real, like, if it's doable, that's like, I guess the more times you offer, eventually somebody will, that somebody might take you up on it, you know? So that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, I guess all you could do is offer and talk to them and show them, you know, resources where you, you know, whatever fuels you to go do that type of thing. Because I, you know, I have told people about Jordan Peterson or Sam Harris or it's like, this is like beneficial to anybody if they just read it or or working out i mean working out is one of the most beneficial things you can do for yourself and take care of yourself so that's like an easy um sort of like an easy stimulus to increase your mood is is working out and yeah and that's the thing is easy. The word easy, I think, needs to be used a little more often because it really can be simple, you know. Um, maybe easy is not the right word, but it is simple to just make the decision, you know. Like, okay, I'm just going to do this, you know. Like, sometimes it's just I just need to show up at the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. I just need to show up, you know. Like, I can do that, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and it goes back to that whole do it badly philosophy that we talked about before, too. If, you know, if you're going to beat up on yourself for, you know, whatever, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to go to gym and I'm just going to, I tell myself just to, can, just to get me there. And I, I'm saying this, but I haven't been to the gym in forever because I've been working at home, but you get my point. Like, I remember just being like, oh, I'm just going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to go into the living room. I'm going to go into the garage and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do like five minutes and I'm done. But mm-hmm. just whatever it takes to get to convince myself enough to make that happen, to get out there and start. And once you start, it is not that emotion creates motion. It's the opposite, right? It's that motion creates emotion. And when you start moving and your body, the blood starts flowing and, you know, you, like you said, you, that stimulating feeling uh, really does kind of open you up and you're not so closed minded to um you're more accepting to, oh, I think I can do a little bit more. I think I can, I think I can get an hour workout in, you know. Yeah, it doesn't have to be super intense like the guys on YouTube. Um, could be pretty, pretty simple. And with tiny little weights. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. I mean, seriously, like, and and that's it. If you're doing that, then you're nose up, right? In my opinion, if you're able to do that, you're 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 living nose up, like. Like another piece of, right, kind of going back to that book, I haven't got to the chapter yet, but um, Jordan Peterson has in that book, uh, there's a rule that talks about, um, what is it? I can't think of it right now. 
uh, basically what we're talking about. And it's not it's not the it's not the uh, chapter two. It's uh, gosh, I can't think about. Well, he talks about like positive feedback loops and how you you know you start you move like that's why i say you just if you're if you're living nose up right you'll continue to do that and it actually will start to pick up momentum and go in that direction where the same is true if you're if you're nose down mm-hmm. <coughs> oh yeah well, i'm not sure what chapters uh, exactly either but yeah he he pretty much um he pretty much thinks that you should yeah you should do the things to take care of yourself and make yourself the best that you can be. And then you start helping those around you, you know, and it's this effect of where you're first making yourself better and then you're making your family better then making your community better and so on and on and on. Yeah. You're a productive member of society, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I still struggle. I mean, we all do. Uh, but at least, I feel like at least do, having done it once, having been able to like, and same with you, like doing it once makes the rest of the times a hell of a lot easier. You know? Yeah, yeah. I And I guess the, um, the thing is for, for people to understand that they don't need to look at like grand, um, grand narratives of of certain things. Like, like you said, people look at people on YouTube and they think, "Oh man, I gotta work out that hard, or I gotta, you know, try to get that buff, or I I want to start losing weight so I can have a six pack." It, you know, like the goals start off so grandeur that you know it's it's hard to to step into that. So maybe just making the, the path, the goal instead of this ideal might serve a person better. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, yes. That's a great way of putting it too. Yeah. Just, just do the little things, right? Just mm-hmm. do the little things. Like don't focus on trying to do all these big things because that's, what's keeping a lot of people still stagnant. Mm-hmm. And, and stuck within what feels like their comfort zone, but it's actually destroying them, right? It's like eating away at their soul for some people. Like, yeah. Yeah. Staying stagnant. Staying stagnant like that, I get what you're saying. That could be that could be decaying, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I know, because I've been there, because I've done it. You know, I've been there. I've, I've, I've I've been in the, the downward spiral mm-hmm. and it freaking sucks. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. sucks, man. Um, I mean, goodness, it's just terrible. But again, I think nobody has it all figured out, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody has it all figured out. And all the people that, most of the people that sound like they do have it figured out openly admit that they don't. <laughs> If that makes sense, right? They're very open and honest about the fact that they don't have, like, people that 
that I listen to that I'm like, wow, very intelligent, very sophisticated, uh, you know, helpful, experienced, whatever you want to call them. People that I look at and I'm like, oh, okay, like I like, I like enjoy taking in their perspective and learning from their experience. They'll tell you straight up, like, I don't, I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. Crazy. It's a good reminder. I think for me, it helps. It's helps me out sometimes to just remember like, okay, like, yeah, you know, I'm completely lost here. Um, but I'm doing what I can, right. I can doing, I'm doing what I, what I can manage uh, to the best of my ability to be better than I was yesterday. Right. And that's another thing that he talks about in the book. I haven't got to that chapter either, but he says, you know, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who somebody else is today. And like, I haven't, again, haven't got to the chapter, but Sounds good, right? I mean, <laughs> just that sounds good. Good enough. Like I'm like, dude, you had me at the at the title of the chapter. Like I'm good. Appreciate it. You know. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. All his all his tips are pretty good. I. I um. Yeah. I I've been following him for a, quite a while now, and he's a he's a pretty smart guy. I. I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah, yeah, you can tell he's very, very smart. But I, I feel I can hear it in his work and how he writes. You know that he's he's uh, sincere about it. There's a passion about it, right? The passion mm-hmm. is what makes it exciting. You know, for people, it makes it engaging. It's just like, wow, this guy is really passionate about this. There's passion behind it, and it makes the it makes it really hard to put the book down. Mm. Okay. All right. When did you get it? You got a hard copy or? No, I got it um, on Apple Books. Oh, okay. Okay. And I just got it uh, probably a few days ago. I was going to see if I could pull it up to see if I had a date for when I got it. Um, well, forget that because it doesn't say when I. But anyways, yeah. So I'm only on, like I said, I'm only 15% through the book. So. Yeah, I'm about halfway. Again, audio book. I'm not, I'm not reading it. I'm listening to it. But I'm halfway through his next one, the 12 More Rules. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 got, I mean, he does, um, he includes a lot of stories. And a lot of obviously he's trying to like um, trying to give you some sort of reference to look at, and he uses he uses personal stories or client stories or uh, or even like um, uh, ancient mythological stories. I like it. So yeah, so he's. I actually do think I know I'm changing this into a Jordan Peterson thing. And I guess this it's time brought to you by Jordan Peterson. It's time to switch gears, I guess. Yeah, his but, next book, Twelve More Rules. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you two uh, contradictory things, okay? Yeah, or they're gonna sound contradictory. They're gonna sound paradoxical, okay? Uh, number one is I think that he could, um, he could probably revolutionize. Christian 
uh, in the Western sphere of like Christian church, Christian ideology. He, he could probably revolutionize it if he was, uh, uh, I don't know, if he just managed to put himself in the right positions, um, he could probably do that. Or if it was something he wanted to do. Or if it was something he wanted to do. Um, ultimately, he does want to help people, and he does he he does see the the utility of religion, mm-hmm. and he's very um, like I said, he loves these ancient stories, and he loves to look at them from a psychological perspective. And a few a couple of years ago, he was even talking about going to. He he was basically saying it just for like just for continue growing and continue learning. He wanted to go to a uh, uh, seminary to, to see how they, uh, see how they studied it and see what he could learn from that. But I'll, I'll tell you on the other side of that coin, he, uh, he helped me. Uh, this is probably going to scare you away from him maybe a little bit, but he really helped me start uh, inserting, I don't know if the word is doubt, but he definitely contributed to my deconstruction when it comes to... His perspective uh, did. Uh, him. I mean, his, his perspective, his, uh, his talks, because uh, he, he, does, he does connect on certain things that are, that are like, I knew intuitively, I just didn't have, I didn't have words for it because i was very like uh, um i I know you're not like this but i'm i was like pretty deep into it so i was like you know i didn't really pay attention to anything that would cast any type of doubt even though i had doubts i wouldn't i wouldn't look at anything that had any kind of doubt just to protect myself my my spiritual self you know but um he just he put some words to things that i couldn't um i didn't know how to communicate it no that's awesome yeah heck yeah yeah and he yeah so so like the whole thing about like what people believe is something that he he had a great take on and it was just pretty much people you know, it's hard to tell what people like believe. Like people don't necessarily know what they believe. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why it's called a belief. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's like uh, you know, your your actions, I guess, give the best, um, you know, uh, are the best indicator to what you actually believe. But it all depends. You know, it all depends. Yeah, and and you don't necessarily. Sometimes people make decisions, and they uh, and they they come up with a reason for it afterwards, and they do this without even um, they do it without even thinking. It's every time I spend money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's well, it's called a confabulation. It's um, you whatever you do, then you already you know, do something or pick a side or have a conclusion. And then you'll, if you, if you're asked about it, then you'll start to make reasons up for it. 
and you don't even realize that you're doing that. Yep, it's emotion. It's emotion that drives the initial connection or the initial want, and then logic is pushed to the back of the line and shows up after the fact, and then you have to figure out how to tie it to the outcome of your emotional decision, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's yeah. now it's well, okay, hold on, I can get, I can. <laughs> You know, there's got to be some logic there, right? That's your, in, your, your thought is just like immediately like, well, there's got to be logic behind it. I'm not an idiot. So mm -hmm. the logic just bubbles up. It forms however it does in your mind. And then you go, cool, that's good. I'm justified. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I know why I got it now. You know, it's, it's the same for everybody. I mean, one of the best examples of that is anytime someone buys a new car, usually, right? Not all the time. <laughs> right? Someone buys a new car. Yeah. Oh, man, that's bad. You know, that's really cool. Like everyone knows that cars are probably the best you know but what do they say when you drive off the lot it it's not going to be worth you know you can't mm -hmm. can't you know so it's, it's just how it, how it works you know and so people i think with vehicles probably more than a lot of other things feel like they have to justify that mm -hmm. you know it's always one of the first things like with anything right especially big purchases like well everyone wants to talk about how great a deal they got right <laughs> that's doing that's that's the what do you call it confabulation that's that yeah i guess uh, yeah that's that's in a way that's similar yeah hey, yeah i would that would fall under not that a, not for everybody you know what i mean but you know what i'm talking about it's well everybody does straight it. up impulse buy off of yeah. nothing but emotion and what what you felt at the moment which happens right people people do that man they buy cars like that right yeah um then they gotta, then they gotta go. Okay, now how do I justify this totally crazy emotional decision that I just made? And <laughs> I have to hold on to that now, right? Because I'm not willing to, you know, embarrass myself and walk away from something, you know. Well, that's the thing about um, confabulations is they're not even, they're not even. Um, it's not like really that conscious of of a thing, like the, so people aren't necessarily lying or deceiving they're just it just happens it's just you're talking about so, more of a memory error <laughs> no it's like an action and then immediately attach the action to a situation like you know why why they buy a green car oh my grandma loves green you know sweaters or whatever that's it reminded me of my grandma so it's like it's not necessarily like something that they're lying I, about and i think sometimes it's i do it um and i think if 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 they were more in tune with what it is they were talking about and better at communicating it they wouldn't just say oh it's oh my grandma loves that they could come out and honestly say i think you know i think i got it because of this or you, you know what i'm saying because sometimes mm -hmm. we don't know right sometimes mm -hmm. it's i bought it because i liked it but i think the reason i got it is because it did remind me of my my grandmother that she that she likes green um mm -hmm. you, you know what i mean yeah but then i guess that would not if, if that was the case it technically wouldn't be a confabulation so yeah yeah probably not probably just be some sort of uh gibberish <laughs> I don't know. It probably has a term for it, but I don't jib, know. Jib, jib. Yeah. 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 Um, and as far as, so I, I gave you two things. One thing was he could revolutionize, mm -hmm. revolutionize it. Um, 
because a lot of people a lot of people listen to him and eat it up so and they like you hear a lot of people say oh well well jordan peterson reintroduced me to religion or something like that Mm -hmm. so he he does have that effect on like communicating that the the value of uh, tradition and the value of these these stories um but on the other hand for like somebody who's like a fundamentalist it's completely like because everything he says is not is not like a, a seminary way of going about teaching the bible right so i i don't know if you've listened to any of his uh his bible uh videos he has he has some videos on youtube where he he teaches i might to, have if, is it new or is it old it's older yeah i might have then because his older stuff um you know my dad introduced me to him years ago mm. and and uh i didn't really like dive in you know what i mean but mm. he would send me some stuff and you know youtube and and whatnot so mm. if it's older i might have seen some of those but I'm, I, I'm, I assume it's brilliant stuff. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, pretty clever. Yeah. He, he looks at it from like a, a psychological. He looks at it from a psychological lens and uh, uh, evolutionary lens. What's it called? Is it just Bible? Jared Jordan Peterson talk, Jordan Peterson talks about the Bible. <laughs> if you if you look at yeah Bible some Bible series he has. At least a handful to two handfuls of of lectures that he gives, and he he'll do things like um, you know he'll talk about the Genesis story and talk about how uh, the 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 snake in the garden and the the fruit that Adam and Eve you know took and. So he'll basically parallel it with like evolutionary theories that are like um, one of our uh, one of our nemesis at at an early stage and not an early stage and more of a developed stage of evolution was uh, the snake was our nemesis you know like snakes were always killing us and fruit has you know proven to be good for your eyes and once humans or homo sapiens or whatever we were called at that time, started eating fruit, we developed better eyesight and we were able to see snakes better because our eyesight improved. And so he starts putting it together in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. But it, coming from, you know, the churches that we come from, they would never, they would never take that approach on their own. You know, they still... Are reading it in a different, in a very different way. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that way? I agree. Yeah. Well, what do you what do you think about somebody taking it in that way? What do you mean? In which way? And and, and just using the whole, just completely, just going completely left field and just saying, "Hey, I'm going to approach this through a psychological 
evolutionary lens and and I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about it in the same way that everybody else talks about it. What do you think about that? I think that's great. Okay, it doesn't it doesn't make you go, "Oh, it doesn't give you any any like hesitancy?" No. I don't know. There's so many I don't know, there's just like there's thousands of different approaches out there you know yeah millions yeah. even so um yeah i think i think it's awesome i like his i like so far you know what i've heard from him i like all his perspective on a lot of things it doesn't mean that i'm like uh that i'm he hasn't said or done anything that's at all like made me think otherwise of my faith you know but um but I like a lot of what he, what he talks about, you know? Uh, so. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he'll, he'll, he'll damage your, I, I'm an unusual case. Okay. So I don't think he'll damage your faith at all or anything like that. No, um, yeah, I don't think he will at all either. Like even a little bit. Um, I think he's, I like his perspective on things. I don't, I guess I'm not so interested in his take on it, on all that stuff, you know, because I'm not super into it to begin with, you know, I'm not like every day, like, you know, studying it and trying to dig up all the, <clears throat> all the facts, you know, from the Bible. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, it's just not my, it's not my gig, you know, it's not, it's not my thing, but uh, I'm sure that if I was, I'd probably be hell of a lot more interested in what he has to say when it comes to that stuff. But I did just put, add some stuff to my watch list while you were talking because, um, you know, it sounds interesting just to kind of get his, perspective on some of that stuff and i think i have seen some of it as i was looking at it but mm. um but yeah no i don't uh i think it's i think it's great man you know uh, mm -hmm. he's like you said his focus is he's not trying to get you to believe anything he's trying to get you to the best of you um, mm -hmm. it's usually my takeaway from you know when he's when he's talking and, and he's firing on all pistons and he's very passionate about what he's talking about, it's usually because he genuinely gives a crap about the person that needs to hear it the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's, he's, that's, that's why like some, some people are immediately um, turned off by him. Like they won't even, they won't even give him the time of day because, um, they see him as like a conservative. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he is still like from the conservative that I was listening to. He's a liberal, you know, like, mm -hmm. and compared to, you know, the people that I was listening to on Christian radio, he's, he's pretty much a liberal. I mean, if nothing, if nothing else, more center. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree agree and it's sad man that that's that's so uh thick throughout our culture that that's all it takes you know like the tiniest bit of discomfort that i feel if if, if i don't agree if you know with whatever one one tiny piece of you know something that's coming out of your mouth then i completely avoid you and anything that anyone that's tied to you in any way anyone else that likes you i hate you like it just goes to that crazy extreme 
Yeah. And uh, well, I guess um, scary. tribalism. Tribalism is a big problem. Yeah, what's tribalism? Define that for me. Um, in tribe out tribe, you know, uh, if you're oh yeah, yeah, that makes if, sense. If you're a Christian, you're part of my tribe. If you're a Republican, you're part of my tribe. If you're a Democrat, you're part of that tribe. If you're yeah, that's all bullshit. That, yes, yeah, that's all bullshit in my opinion. That is not helping anybody. It's not helping yeah. anybody. It, it, all all that's doing really is helping um, everyone's ego, right? Really, I mean, I want to protect my ego. I don't want to have to deal with any disagreement. I don't want to have to consider any other idea or angle on anything. Um, I just want to beat my drum this way, march this direction, and I don't, I don't be with me and excited for me about that period of the end. Mm -hmm. It's sad, man. Yeah. You, you, without, yeah. without healthy dialogue, um, then without that, then what is preventing just mass chaos from ensuing, <laughs> you know, like that's where no. we're going to end up, buddy. If people can't talk, if we cannot have dialogue and communicate and share a difference of opinion, a di you know, have a difference in beliefs, right? Yeah. There's no way you, I, I believe wholeheartedly that you could bring several people to, uh, to the table all with different beliefs, different backgrounds, different theories, different theological, you know, beliefs or, you know, whatever, right? Just different people, mm -hmm. but that all have every one of them with their different beliefs and their different backgrounds. If those, each of those people actually have goodwill, I'm not saying that each of those people are good people because not, every, you know, we're not good people, period. Like, right. Everyone's good and bad. Right. And we're all just, you know, trying, hopefully trying to be good more than we are bad. But my point is you bring all those people together, they could solve some of the world's greatest problems, but mm -hmm. they can't do that if dialogue cannot exist. And like what you mentioned, tribalism, mm -hmm. does dialogue exist between tribes or between two individuals from two different tribes? Right. And tribalism is a good way of putting that. I mean, think about it. Um, uh, if, if I'm from this party, or if, I, you know, if I'm a Republican and, and this person's a Democrat, you would think no big deal, right? Because there's no segregation, like no big deal if those two people go hang out, right? Mm -hmm. But do you remember how much shit Ellen DeGeneres got because she was having a good time hanging out with George uh, uh, Bush? Remember that? Mm, not really. At the at the game, she wasn't like hanging out with him. She was just sitting. Like he was there. She's sitting there. She's like, yeah, I'm not gonna. I vaguely, him. I vaguely remember it vaguely. Well, I but... love her because I thought she she handled it like a true rock star, in my opinion. Uh, and I thought it was awesome because she's like, yeah, she's like, yeah. So what? So he's a Republican and I'm a Democrat, but I'm also I'm a kind person, human being first, right? Like she did a good job of kind of breaking the the breaking down the wall of tribalism as we're calling it. Right. And I thought, why can't we have more of that? You know, why, why, and why was that such a big freaking deal? Mm. It's ridiculous. It's like sickening to me, you know, like I can't hang yeah. out with someone that has different beliefs than me. Like I've learned, I, in my opinion, I feel like I've learned uh, probably even more from people that have different beliefs than me, than I have from the people that, that agree with me on everything that, <laughs> that I believe. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, it's it's yeah. sad, man. Without dialogue, 
we get we go nowhere in, in fact you know we go, it gets pretty hellish in my opinion yeah yeah i concur i concur it's scary man you know if you think about it it i mean we're i don't know we're all capable of all the evil that we can go read about in in our own history you know mm, as humans yeah. and you look at all the disgusting things that have happened and things that people have done that you're like how in the world could they do that and i think most of us just feel like well they were just all a bunch of shitty people yeah and i'm not that way and that's false like you are that way that's why it happened is because we are all that way we all have that in us mm-hmm. and if we don't understand that then it's really difficult for us to cap you know to to identify when the moment comes and holy crap i'm becoming that person right i'm doing all these things that i thought and look at it man i mean it, it it's it's scary because it's happening in different ways now. You know, like people aren't going and getting, you know, we're not burning people at the stake here, right, over some pretty ridiculous things. But we kind of are. It's kind of like the equivalent of that, right? We're kind of <laughs> destroying people's or doing everything we can to destroy people's name. You know, if oh right, with if, the... if we disagree or if they disagree or you know, mm-hmm. that to me is just yeah. it's bullshit to me, man. It's bullshit. And so what if someone disagrees with you on something so strongly, right? That that maybe it hurts your feelings a little bit. It's a it's a disagreement on on one thing, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. you could find something else with that individual that maybe you you could agree on, but mm-hmm. you'll never find that out if you're not willing to have any dialogue beyond the disagreement. If the disagreement ends all dialogue, ends all conversation, there's no more argument, then what, in my opinion, what's happening is it's we're slowly just squashing arguments and dialogue altogether. Mm-hmm. They're becoming more and more rare. Yeah. Dude, podcasts are going to save the world. Watch. <laughs> They're going to be like, we found, like, look at all these podcasts from back in the day when people used to talk and communicate. This is how people used to do things before the earth was hell. Before they killed us? <laughs> it's a good movie idea or a book idea, like, a, like what do you call that? A fiction, right? Uh, like, a world in the future where there is no more, like, dialogue. Like, dialogue died because it's, you know, got people killed and, you know. And then people yeah. discover like these podcasts from hundreds of years ago, and they're like, "Wow, people used to do this. People used to communicate, yeah, and talk it's, and have disagreements, and it was okay." Yeah, it's a big problem. It's a big problem. But I mean, overall, I mean, people are still talking. I just, I guess, I know I, I added an apocalyptic tone to it just for for uh, effect. But you get, yeah. you, you get my point, though. It, it could be that bad. Is what I'm saying. That's, it's very interesting that you bring that up, though. <laughs> Because I, I could go off on that for a while, but I don't know if I should because I already got something else conversation with, with my brother. Um, my brother, Mike. Yeah, I and, like Mike, man. I remember Mike. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, I got a conversation coming out soon. I, I just had it with him this morning. 
Um, but it, it relates to how, yeah, I mean, there's, there's this whole um, war between Israel and Palestine, you know, and basically, basically it's, it's a religious war. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are actually dying. Um, and, and people are, are more supportive of Israel because of the, because of the religious reasons, even though they're sort of the ones with, with the power and doing most of the, the killing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, it's sad, man. it's sad. I hope you listen to it. Um, and yeah, maybe if people are telling you, uh, they're just giving that, yeah. Uh, support Israel, pray for Israel stuff. Maybe you'll at least think, oh, they're yeah. they're not. I'd there's some listen to our pod, you know, the episodes that we recorded too. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, and actually, um, I I already launched the first two that we had. Nice. I think it's on Spotify. Um, it's on Anchor. I can send you the links to them. Um, no, I can find it if it's on Spotify. Okay. And then uh, the conversation I had with Mike and this one will probably come out soon. Nice, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear the one with Mike. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting from a person who's, who's you know, in the military. Yeah, firsthand, right? Like, firsthand accounts probably for some of it. Yeah, well, he, he's been deployed out in... Um, Afghanistan before right and he has plenty of experience I, I'm not sure how many years but it's been quite a while it's got to be around a decade already so Tell that dude I said hi next time you talk to him I miss that guy he was he was always a good time you know he's, he's cool man but he's uh Tennessee right now nice. first thing so but yeah it'll be interesting and it'll it'll maybe shed some light and Maybe you'll you'll see some of it from maybe you'll you'll see it from people who are involved in church or or very you know you you always got those people on social media who are really uh, you know they'll repost stuff or certain things like that so it'll give you a double take and make you kind of think like. Well, maybe we're maybe we're falling back into the same loop. We're we're supporting a religious war. We're we're supporting, you know, we're supporting murder in the name of religious land. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a perspective I hope people listen to and hopefully uh, take something from. Yeah, that sounds really, really good, man. I mean, it sounds freaking terrible, but you, you get my point. It sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible and it's nature and it's it. I've spent the last you know at least week or two uh, going over it and trying to figure out if I'm if I'm reading between the lines properly. But because there's, I mean, I'm sure you see it on. on if you watch news or whatever, you see 
No. I haven't been. Nope. No, that's probably good. That's yeah. probably good. Uh, too much work, man. Too much work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you got school going. Well, actually, I just finished. Well, I didn't finish, but I finished my first. I finished my semester, so. I'm Damn. Not, I'm not taking summer. I was going to do some summer school, but I. Well, you can call it what you want to call it, right? I chickened out, whatever. But I just need. <laughs> I needed a break. I was like, I need no. a break. I was like, work is just. A, a bit overwhelming right now and it's like that for everybody at my company i'm sure you know mm-hmm. um everybody's freaking pulling as much as they can and I, I can just i can tell it's it's everybody and so i try to keep my little whiny mouth shut try not to whine and complain too much to people but uh <clears throat> but yeah but you treat yourself like somebody you're responsible that's right for helping doing my Doing my workouts, trying to make sure I'm taking care of me, trying to keep myself from snapping on people at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes out, man. You know, it comes out. And and uh, and I've told you before, like I try to, I always want to be kind, you know, as often as I can. But um, just just know, just know that kindness is not a weakness. Kindness doesn't mean that the that 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 person doesn't have any evil inside of them i'm i consider myself a fairly kind person and i can be a real a-hole and mm. um and it's been coming out of me man there are a couple times here and there just because it's i'm just overwhelmed i've got i'm over oh, way overtasked like uh um but it is what it is man do you have a message for your boss that you would like <laughs> it is what it is no man i love my boss i love my oh, boss. God. All right. people i work with they're all great people, you know, and he's probably, you know, he's, he's probably got 10 times more on his plate, you know? So if he heard me complain, he'd be like, Oh, give me a freaking break. You know, mm. I'm a river. He'd be like, come on, bro. Yeah. So yeah, it's all good, man. I'm working. Right. So that's all that matters. Um, but it is a lot, all that to say that it is a lot. And that's, <laughs> that's why I haven't been paying attention to really much anything else. You know, I get my read in, I do my, my school, my homework, family, and, and that's work. good yeah a lot of work all right but, but trying hard. trying to treat treat yourself like somebody you're responsible for that's right i'm doing all the stuff that i would want someone that i'm responsible for to do okay well not all the stuff yeah. that really sounded really boasty you know like, mm-hmm. like oh i'm doing everything i'm supposed to do no false false right thing. nick's a liar does anybody does anybody do everything they're supposed to do all the time though no I mean, well, that's that's what I tell myself to make myself feel better about not doing it ever. So it works. But I know we're coming up on our hour. I got some food I'm going to go eat. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah, like like someone that I'm responsible for helping. So, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Well, it was good. And um... yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. We just kind of shooting the shooting the shiz, as they say. Um, no, I thought it was good though. Good conversation, good stuff. I like uh, I like your your plug for the talk with Mike. I'm much, very much looking forward to that. So that's that's exciting. You got me for sure. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, it was it was a conversation we were already having because I I wanted to get his view on it, and yeah, I said, well, let's let's see if we can record this. Let me know when it's ready. Okay. All right. Well, our other episodes, yeah, our other episodes are out there if you want to re-listen. 
Right on, right on, bro. You want me to try to make like a little logo or something? Look at look at the um look at the the design. I I just for the meantime I just picked a design off uh Oh yeah, yeah, that looks cool. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, you seen that? Yeah. Okay. So you already see it? I think so. It it just said uh it says said too much and there's like a blue pattern behind it. Blue and white pattern? Something like that, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, is it yellow? Mm, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I haven't even looked it up or anything, so I don't know. Yeah, I saw it pop up when I was logging in. So. Okay. Heck yeah, man! Look at you. Your podcast is doing great things already. It's helping well, me out. Hasn't done anything yet. Give me something to do on Tuesdays. Hasn't done anything yet, but. <laughs> Hopefully soon enough. Cool, man. All right. So um, I guess we'll we'll touch back next week. Yes, sir. All righty. Have a good I'll one. I'll talk to you later. Peace, Peace. out.